Welcome back to Get Tested. Mother approved. I'm Kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn and we got the giggles. Yeah, you we had to do that take a couple times because I hit record and I was about to start anyway. Let's do it! <laughs> so that was just on the I know, I was just giving you a little encouragement there. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or theme is given us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. And Mom's not allowed to move or say anything <laughs> during that because last time she was touching things and I was saying, please don't do that. It makes too much noise. And then she kept doing it. So we had to do it over. Yes. But I was trying to be silly because I always try to make you laugh at that time. Yes. And now I just have to sit here in my chair and do nothing. Good. So, all right. We had such a great theme this week. We had week. a cool theme this week. And it was sent to us by Easy Sailor. On our Discord. Yay. Thank you. This was the best. This was cool. We, yeah, we don't want to give it all away, but so it the was theme, documentaries. <laughs> what? Apparently, I don't get to talk because you just interrupted me again. Yeah, well. The theme was the documentaries. Yeah, it was documentaries. And you watched? I watched Hoop Dreams. <laughs> Wait, what'd you watch? Hoop Dreams. Hoop. And I watched King, King of, of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so if you haven't seen this movie before, because you probably haven't, um, this was 90s, maybe? Was I don't even know mm, when it came out. Can you? I think I was in high school. Well, that would be the 90s goofball. Oh, it, no. Sorry. Sorry? No, because you were born in 90. Sorry. Yeah, and you know, I did. At four years old, I went to <laughs> high school. No. They were like, wow, what a smart baby. And they were like, maybe this is a bad decision. <laughs> anyway, like, what was I the year? I made a doo-doo. <laughs> what was the year? At four years old, you still poop your pants, right? No, we're not talking about that. Uh, I'm finding out. I'm Googling okay. it. So anyway, this is a document. 2007, so I, oh, I was, was about to graduate high school. Oh, yeah. I was totally thinking this was a long time ago. I no. didn't realize it was, I mean, that's still 13 years. Yeah, and stuff has changed since then, but especially in the. I was seriously thinking, wow. You thought this was old? No, that's why it's even worse, Mom. Yeah. Because these guys are all. Uh, so let me, let's talk okay. about it. So this movie is all about video games, which yes. I was like, okay, whatever. But we're not talking Nintendo, PlayStation, Genesis, none of that. Give me one more. Nintendo Wii. There. I mean, you said Nintendo at the beginning. Oh, well, I don't know. But anyway, those video... Genesis was a good pull, Mom. Thanks. Who made the Genesis? Sega. Wow, look at you. Hello, I worked at a video store for a Sega few years. Sega does what? What's the, what was their slogan? Sega does what? I have no idea. Nintendon't. I didn't know that. You get it? I get it. Because it's Nintendon't. Right. Because Sega does that because it's better. But Sega went out of business. Well, the the console, they don't make consoles. They still make games. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, that's their big, like, moneymaker. Uh, I knew that, too. And I know that someone's be like, well, they actually have blah, blah, blah as well. Yeah, it's, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog is what keeps them alive. Excellent. Okay. So anyway, when I heard I was going to watch this movie about video games, that's the kind of video games I was thinking about. No, no. This is my... That's why it also surprised me that this movie came out in 2007 because <laughs> Billy... Okay. So there's two main people that they're following. This is all about video games. This is about... Arcade the cabinets. Arcade so games. Yeah. The kind that I grew up with. When I was in high school, exactly that I was terrible at. When I went to, when I was in high school, a couple of times we would go to video arcades because that was the fun thing. And especially, mm -hmm. ooh, if you stayed out late, 9.15. But anyway, um, 
so that's what I, I was so surprised. So this movie is about video games and how they're still very popular. Yeah. And there are still arcades and there are still mostly, mostly men is who they showed. I didn't yes. see where there are too many women. <laughs> and they didn't, if there was, they did, they chose not to talk about the women. Yes, which I think, which I think is a, is a thing in its own, because there really wasn't that many women in the documentary, and if they were, they were either wives, right, or they mothers, were, yeah, or moms, <laughs> or they were just the randos in the background, right. So this this movie is basically about two people, and I have to look at my paper: Steve Weeby, yes, and Billy Mitchell. Boo. Now, I, you know, I, I wait, wait, hold on, that was funny. Do they get who is it about? Steve Weeby. Hooray! And I'm not gonna say his name because and, I don't think that's polite. And Billy Mitchell. Boo. No, I. No, you're giving the movie away. So, anyway, this movie is all about who can score the highest score on certain video games. Specifically. Specifically. Donkey Kong. <laughs> I just totally forgot because I keep because you told me and I didn't know this. Wreck It Ralph isn't a real game. I thought it was a real you, game. You thought Wreck It Ralph was real? Yes. No. I they, thought it was a video game. I think I was thinking Donkey Kong. You thought you thought Wreck It Ralph was Donkey Kong? Yes. I thought he was in Donkey Kong. You thought that it was because it's the same concept. You so thought I got it was mixed Donkey up. Kong and his friend Wreck It Ralph, who is also here. I don't know. But I there are real Fix It Felix Jr. arcade cabinets. There are real there are real arcade cabinets, but they were made at because of the movie. I Disney was made them. Say, I because asked I have you. played on one and there's a barcade in New York, and I think it might just be called Barcade. It was like one of the first ones that had a live leaderboard that you could try and get on and Fix It Felix Jr. was on their leaderboard. Just like Tron. Tron was made because of the movie. Oh. Tron the arcade cabinet exists, but it be The arcade cabinet? Is that what it's called? That's what that's what they're called, an arcade cabinet. Oh, I didn't know that's what yeah, they were called. The, a, a big game like that is and called an cab arcade cabinet. I didn't know that. Yeah, I that has always been my dream is to have at least like two big arcade cabinets in my home. Mine is a pinball machine. What kind? Any kind, because I love pinball machines. What's the worst pinball machine theme you could think of? Like something is just be like, why is this? Like, this sucks. Mm, <laughs> I don't know, because I, I don't know. Lunch meat. <laughs> well, yes. No, it has to be something good. Um. Anyway, let's get back to our subject. We're we're drifting today. The Black Knight is the best pinball machine ever. What? The Black Knight. I think it was called the Black Knight. But because when you I was keep talking, I'm gonna Google this machine. Okay. Because when I was a kid, we used to go fishing. Believe it or not, and then we would stay at the Holiday Inn. And in the Holiday Inn arcade, they had a. I think it was called the Black Knight. Okay. And I love I love pinball. I love pinball. The Black so, Knight is a 1980 pinball game designed by Steve Ritchie and released by Williams Electronics. Ritchie released two sequels? Okay. Uh, how much money do you think this pinball machine goes for online? More than what I can afford. I mean, duh. But, like, just give me a give me a price. Because I don't even know. So I'll just throw out some weird number and then maybe you can say... Oh, these are the sequels. I don't even think you can buy the original online. The sequel? Uh-huh. Lowest is almost is six thousand five hundred dollars highest is nine thousand dollars okay i'm curious what the original do you know what the most expensive pinball machine of all time is no or the rarest pinball machine it's like adam's family like it's something weird huh yeah so anyway let's get back to our movie 
So it's all about who can get the highest score. And apparently this Billy Mitchell has the highest score. Mm -hmm. So, but let's just say this because I don't know him personally. And, you know, I'm only basing it on the um, documentary, but he's not portrayed as a very nice person. He's a businessman. He makes buffalo wing sauce. And they even showed him like putting it on store shelves and like, pushing the other sauces behind and pushing his up mm. front. They just, they don't, they don't show him in a very positive light. And didn't you tell me that Billy Mitchell did not like this film? I don't think he likes it. I think that that's, that he's kind of like, well, and all his little cronies are like, it's not factual. Well, and that's Which interesting because <laughs> it's a documentary. But also that's how they sound. <laughs> Some of them did. Yeah. And, you know, it just, it really kind of blows me away. That was 2007. I seriously thought this was the 90s. Based on how they all looked? How they all looked. Yeah. It was just. It's like they never grew up? Or something. Anyway. So s- apparently Billy Mitchell had like 800,000 blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I don't. Let's, uh, I don't know the exact number, but that's I think why I it said, was 600,000. I thought it was 835. I thought it was six to eight to a million. Oh, okay. You, you see, I, I think that Billy Mitchell so hit the million. Let's, uh, let's do this. Okay. Billy Mitchell was the leader. At six something. Well, yes. Yes. And nobody could beat him. And, you know, he would. Was he still playing a lot? Not really, but like showing up to arcades because he was like the arcade hero. Yeah. All of all of the arcade people with the tournaments, they all looked up to him. He was very, as he said, USA because he was very oh, patriotic. Okay, yeah. There was one scene where he says, "What is something like? What is my brand?" It's three words, and the producer three, three letters, and the producer goes, "Tie." Yeah, because he's like, he's like. Because every, you know, every arcade cabinet, it's three initials. And what do you think my, my three initials are? You know, what do you think? the th- and, and he's like, you know, look at me. What do you think they are? And both you and me said some probably not good initials. And then he was like, uh, the, the producer's like, tie, T-I-E? He's like, no, l- look again. And he's like, look at this tie. And it's like an American tie. He's like, USA. USA's always number one. And I'm like, Billy Mitchell, you are a doofus. Yeah, it just doesn't. So he's he's the leader. And then we meet Steve Wiebe, who to me is the ultimate and just regular person. Yeah, Steve Wiebe is a normal person. He is. He's a, got a wife. He's got kids. And he somehow gets this Donkey Kong game in his garage because he loves it. And right now, 2000 bucks. Is that what they are? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, and, but this move, okay, so 10 years ago. So, yeah. Yeah, wife wasn't super happy about it. No. I've, and I tell you what, there's not a whole lot of character development because... It's, right, it's a it, documentary. Yeah, but she kind of develops. Well, yeah, because I didn't really care for her. I didn't think they portrayed her in a very nice light either because... Out, out the gate. Right, that's what I was going to say at yeah. the beginning because she's kind of like, oh, this is what he wants to do and he just spends all the time in the garage and she's just kind of negative about yeah. it. Um, But then... He beats, in his garage, he beats Billy Mitchell's score. And the funniest thing is, so first of all, they're, he's taping it. Now, you have to tape it. It has to be a physical tape. It cannot be a digital recording because you can alter a digital recording. Right, so this was a... V- it has to be video proof Yes. that it is an actual arcade cabinet, that you were sitting there, that it's on the screen, that there's no digital, t- you know what right. I mean? Right. And and there are like referees. I mean, this is serious business. It's at, super interesting. At first, I thought this was a joke. 
Yes. I seriously thought this was like a parody. And then I realized, no, no. People think this is really important. Mm -hmm. So he gets the high score and it's taping. And the funniest part, and like I said, if you guys are interested in this, watch this because it just made me laugh as a preschool teacher. And this is his official tape. Yeah, this is the tape he turned in because his score was higher than Billy Mitchell's. (laughs) I don't even know if I can say it without laughing. The is his little boy yeah. had just gone to the potty. <laughs> yeah, he went potty. <laughs> you want me to say it? His little boy has go, gone to the bathroom. Mom is in hysterics. He goes to the bathroom and his dad's like playing. He's like, dugga, 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 dugga. and the boy's like, Daddy, Daddy. He's like, what? Like, what? Goes, I need you to wipe my butt. <laughs> and this is the tape he has to say. I'm sorry, it just makes me laugh so hard because I did. I cracked up so hard when we were watching the movie together. And and even he, he <laughs> said, he's, he's like, like that's okay. he's like that's my real tape. Yeah, that is the that's of course that's the game I had to set the score on. Right, and then he's trying to tell his son to to just wait a minute. And of course, the little boy's like four or something. Stop playing <laughs> doggy dog. Yeah, and he's yelling, and so that's so they send the tape in to these judges and all yeah. this stuff well then these two guys come to the house because they want to see the machine to make sure that the machine hasn't been tampered with tampered i was gonna say fixed but tampered with and then there's a little bit of a discussion of maybe a board was put in that was given by yeah, it was somebody just a broken else board and, and this guy this guy gave it to him because he was like oh yeah steve i'll help you out like, yeah and it, i think well and the whole controversy is the guy that gave steve the board has a thing against Billy Mitchell. And yeah, they're so, enemies. So people were saying, oh, you know, he's just doing this to to get against Billy Mitchell. So there was a little bit of a, okay, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And so then what they decide is that Steve goes to... Twin, uh, Twin Galaxies? Twin Galaxies. Yeah. And they're having like a competition and he sits down. And, and so interesting... That all these people are like hovering over him. Like, Hard. what are you doing? And Billy Mitchell has like little tattletale spies. Yeah. That they they keep calling him and he's like, mm. and all Steve wants to do is just play Billy Mitchell. He just wants to play him. Right. And just, not in anything bad. No. He just yeah. wants a, a face-to-face, let's just play because, yeah. you know, because of the controversy. People want to see it. So right. why not give them what they want? So... So Steve beats his high score yep. right in front of everybody. Uh, he gets the highest live score yes. on Donkey Kong. Yes. Because uh, Billy Mitchell's like, well, it's not in front of people. It could be tampered with. It's got to be in front of people. So he did. So yeah. Steve, he did it. Almost a million. Yes. Well, then all of a sudden, wah-ha-ha, Billy Mitchell sends in a tape. Yeah. That he has scored even higher, but there's this little glitch. Oh, it is so fake. There's a glitch. It I literally goes... It. Psh- multiple times right. i don't believe it's real and then the score so then you know they're trying to decide is it real is it not and steve's like just come play me just, just come play just come play and there's all this this is i was still thinking is this a joke movie because like there's like billy mitchell never really shows up at parts but his cronies cronies and that one the lawyer guy i don't know who oh steve sanderson who okay I think his name is Steve Sanderson or Steve, Steve Sanders. Something. Let's talk about Steve for a second. Okay. So not Steve Weeby, the good Steve guy. Not Steve Weeby, the good guy. Steve Weeby is the good guy. And Steve Weeby, I hope you hear this and I hope you're doing great because you are adorable. You yeah, are we just, really liked you. We liked you, Steve Weeby. So this other Steve guy, okay? 
is like he lied about getting a good score in Donkey Kong. Okay? Yes. And and, and, and this, this is was what, in the eighties. This is in the eighties. And this is something they don't even go back to. They never bring this up again. I didn't realize it till now. He lied about getting such a high score. So Billy was like, All right, your score's that high, I'll challenge it right now. And he kicked his booty. And Billy destroyed him. But then when Steve Weeby wanted to do the to same b- thing, Billy Mitchell wouldn't do it. Yeah, because he's a wiener. He's portrayed that way in the movie. I just, uh, I don't like to say people are some if I don't know for sure. Yeah, well. But I would love to talk to him. Uh, yeah. If Billy Mitchell, if you're listening, you can come on our podcast and I'll talk to you. Steve Weeby, if you're listening, send <laughs> us an email. We want to talk to you. Billy Mitchell, if you're listening. Uh, no, I'll talk to him. I okay. don't talk to you, Billy Mitchell. Don't be rude. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So then there's this whole controversy. Is it real? Is it not? Because, okay, now Billy Mitchell has the highest score. And so they're still just trying. Steve yeah. just wants to compete. So there's, yes, I'm well, sorry. I was going to say, the whole time there's also this other character. I think his name is Walter Day. And he's like the official like owner and CEO of Twin Galaxies. And he's the referee. And at first oh, you kind of think he's going to be one of Billy's cronies. And he's really not. No. He's probably the most neutral party in this entire film. And, and he I, wears a referee shirt the yeah. whole time. I loved him. He was super genuine and just super like he wanted to make sure everyone was having fun and actually enjoying this. And he realized Steve wasn't enjoying this anymore. So he was really trying to be like, hey, man, it's OK. It's OK. Like he was really trying to support people if they weren't happy. Not like not. He was never. I don't think he was ever, in my opinion, for or against anyone or like specifically against anyone. But he was for everyone. Right. And I think and I don't mean this in the negative way it's going to sound. But I think Walter Day was for his company. Yeah. Which is so not wrong. it wasn't. Yeah. Not. No. So Billy Mitchell just again. They're like, is he coming? Oh, no, he's not coming. And then they, they show that he drives right by. Yeah, because or he sneaks in the back and there's like some game. All these gamers are going to go to Billy's restaurant. Right. And so Steve and this other guy just show up because they like, weren't invited. They, they weren't didn't invited. really know. And so they're like, OK, cool. And then uh, Steve Sanders or whatever his name is, is like, mm, Billy, mm, Steve Weeby's here, Billy. And like, OK, I'll meet you in the back. And then Steve is just standing in the back by himself like a weirdo. And the filmmakers are like, is he coming? And he's like, no, sometimes he just doesn't come. Sometimes he, he decides not to show up. You know, that's okay. And then he, like, rolls by and he never stops the car. No. And Steve has to, like, chase the car down the street to get in. And I'm it's, like, why do you want to hang out with this guy? Right. And then there's another competition or something when Steve Weeby is there again. Yes. One more opportunity. Steve flies across the country to do this. Literally across the country because he's from, like, Oregon or Washington. Washington, I think. Yeah. And this is in Florida. Right, and it's re- its literally Billy Mitchell's stomping ground. Yeah, he, he lives not very far from this. Right, so he's like, you know, in, he, they have never spoken, but he's trying to tell everybody, I want to just, let's just do this. Yeah. Let's just do it. So um, at one point they show this, and I, I again, it just seems so staged, because could a person really be this horrid? Yeah. I guess so. Billy Mitchell walks in and looks and kind of like walks by Steve, and Steve goes, hey, Billy. And and Billy Mitchell is like so rude. He says something like really low. He or, looks at his wife and says, "There's some people you just don't associate yourself with." It's like, who do you think you are, right? You big doofus, right? Exactly, exactly. And um, well, I was just gonna say too that like something that you also know that Billy Mitchell thinks so highly of himself. He thinks he is the number one name in chicken, which he is. He is a big chicken. 
but also which I said that earlier, like when I was like I was like Billy Mitchell thinks that when you think of chicken, you think of Billy Mitchell, and you were like exactly, exactly, and I was like oh no, but this doofus. I'd never heard of him before. Exactly, ever. I've never heard of Ricky's hot sauce or whatever because he's he thinks that in his brain he is bigger than Popeyes, right? He's bigger than KFC. What is Ricky? He thinks he's was that Frank's Red Hot? Like he thinks he there there are actual buffalo sauce names that you and I know because we are normal people who like normal things. It's not like we're like these hot sauce aficionados who are like, I've never heard of We're just normal people. I've never heard of Ricky's. Maybe I have seen it and like subconsciously I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I've seen it on the store. Well, if this we guy, did, it's because Billy Miss Mitchell pushed all yeah. the other ones off to the side. Yeah, Billy, Billy Mitchell sneaks in the Safeways and pushes all the Ricky's. Well, they the they showed he multiple scenes. Yeah. Multiple scenes. Not one. Multiple where he's like, first of all, stocking his own product, which I didn't believe at all. But um, I I feel like he probably told the crew like, oh, let's go to the store so you can see my product. Like, I bet. He, I right, bet. And then he totally pushed it away. So then finally. No, do they? Oh, so it never really gets solved that yeah. Steve plays. He um, Billy Mitchell won't play him because he's got the videotape. I think. Then I think Steve, to me, Steve Weeby goes home a little bit defeated, but yet his wife is like, you know what? I'm proud of him. He yeah. did his best. He did. And the wife really makes well, she, this she turn. She tried to go after Billy at one point. Yeah. And she, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, because she's like, this is not, you know, this is not okay. And she's really proud yeah. of her husband, which she was a little bit not proud of him at the beginning. But and saw also, he does so many things throughout his life. And he just, at the end, he just can't hit the goal. Right. And she's kind of like, I just want him to hit the goal. Right. And he did it. And that's what was important to him. And be, through being important to him, it was important to her. Right. So then he goes home, mm -hmm. and he does beat the score. He beats and the score. And he's got the video to prove it and all that, and no little person having to have their booty wiped. Yeah. So, so and you were telling me, because, again, I knew nothing yeah. about any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, did they take away Billy? Did somebody take away Billy Mitchell's record? Up and uh, recently, uh, a lot of Billy Mitchell's things are being... All of Billy Mitchell's scores on Twin Galaxies have been taken away because he definitely was fraudulent on some. I don't know if it was specifically the ones in this movie, but he w has been fraudulent on certain things, and a lot of his scores have been taken away by Twin Galaxies. Um, yeah, he he. I mean, okay, like I will say it that that video of him beating Steve Weeby's score is a hundred percent fake. There's there's no there's no way my brain would believe that that is real. Well, also because it was so quick. Because yeah. here's what happened. Steve did it in front of all those people, and they were all excited. And within like 10 minutes, somebody gives the referee guy this video. I mean, it was so Steve was like so excited, and then just kidding. Because supposedly, supposedly Billy had already done it. And he was just, he had, Billy had beaten his own score, and he was holding on to it just in case someone beat him. And it's like, oh, really? And gave it to a little old lady that he sponsored with what video game? Cubert. Cubert. Yeah. That he sponsored he's... her to go. Yeah, it wasn't very kind. No, he is garbage. I, I know, but he sucks. Um, you know what I think also that threw me off what? with the 2007? Yeah. Was his hair. <laughs> Not in uh, His hair was definitely late 80s hair because it was kind still of that. Still is. Well, it still is. And yeah. that's what it's like the mullet kind of 
styled with feathering and i mean they even showed a scene of him yeah. doing his hair also i do not like to make fun of children because children are, you know it's it's not fair but there is a scene of that shows him and his daughter and i went oof billy mitchell's daughter <laughs> yeah she looks exactly like him oh and yeah they were like, playing Ooh. video games together yeah they had the same hair <laughs> yeah and, so, and eyebrows yeah <laughs> we all get those so anyway um yeah no i just i i this is such an interesting look and we were talking about this too. This doesn't feel real. No, it feels I really like thought a it Christopher was a Guest. Yeah, like a mockumentary, but it's not. No, but you could totally see like if they like who would play these kind of characters. It would be so easy. Fred Willard would have been Walter Day. The the oh yeah, <laughs> like that, oh that yeah, totally Absol- would have been the Fred Willard character. Absolutely. But it, even yeah, these the little cronies running around and being like, Billy, he's at six hundred thousand, Billy. And then Billy's just sitting there with this. Again, I guess that's what threw me off, too, is the phone was very dated. I mean, you should look at what phones look like. In your brain, what yeah. do you think phones looked like in 2007? They didn't. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I liked this film. Yeah, it's very good. So if you are interested in video, what'd you call them? Video ga- Arcade cabinets? Arcade cabinets. So video games, not the kind on the TVs that they play now. Yeah. But video game arcade cabinet style. Yeah, not like story driven, you know. Like well, I games. mean, not stuff on your TV, the stuff with the big box. Yeah, well, because Donkey Kong isn't story driven, it's score driven. Okay, I don't but, know. No, but you see, because well, they're not continuing at the farthest in the story. They're like, I got to chapter 14 where Donkey no, Kong says he loves level you. Level 29. Yeah. It's scores. Who can get right. the high score? High score. Home games don't really have high scores, it's right. just how fast can you beat it? Right. And then what was interesting, too, I just thinking about that one guy who was kind of one of Billy Mitchell's cronies Mm -hmm. and how uh, Steve was getting to this point where the game was going to kill kill screen. It's the kill screen, which I guess it gets so far and then it just literally stops stops because you did everything you could. Oh, that little dork. And that guy was like running around this arcade and people are looking at him because he's like... uh, Donkey Kong, is that the name of the game? Yeah. Donkey Kong kill screen. We're about to see a kill screen. And he's like running around and I'm thinking nobody cares. Well, he's just trying to get to Steve. He's just trying to pressure Steve to fail. And it's like, hey, you little dork. Maybe you deserve to get beat up a little bit more as a kid. No. That's what this movie was. It was people that did not, except for Steve Weeby. You are perfect and I'm amazing. You, you beautiful angel. <laughs> um, no, he just, I, Steve. <laughs> He was a normal person he where some so of the other normal. ones were just not portrayed as normal as yes. Steve Weeby was. Uh, well, the little the little, the little little peon guy that we were making fun of who's going, mm, kill screen, kill screen. He, there's like a video on YouTube of him being like, mm, it wasn't factual. We were not portrayed correctly. And I wonder why you think that. Well, yeah, because it wasn't very flattering of him either. You know who he, him and that other guy reminded me of? Huh. Uh, if Billy Mitchell is Hades and Hercules, they're the two little demons. Oh, sure. There you <laughs> go. Like, mm-hmm. So I liked this movie. It's so good. I was really glad that Easy Sailor gave it to us. Yeah. I would say rent it. Okay. Even if you're not super into video games, it's a really interesting story. Yes. Because like I said, I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. So I would say rent it. I, if I bought it. I would never watch it again. I've only watched it twice. You, so you had, oh, that's right. You had seen it before. Yeah, I watched it in 2007. Oh, okay. When it came out. I, um, I will never see it again. I don't need to see it again. Yeah. 
but it was good. I really it liked it. It is a very interesting look into a world that you don't know anything about. Exactly. And you know what else was really good about it? What? It wasn't super long. Yeah. And the soundtrack was insanely good. Well, see, again, yeah. Wasn't that weird? Yeah. I was like, these songs aren't cheap. Right. Like, like it had the, you're the best around. Like, that song was in there. And, but I was and like, maybe that's why I thought also that this was in the 80s. Had a very 80s soundtrack. It was such an 80s soundtrack. Because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It was what I grew up with. It sounded like the stuff I used to listen to yeah. when I was that age. Uh, and for the record, because this was so long ago, like, it was like 13 years ago, we did Google it. We went to Twin Galaxies. Well, we didn't Google it. We went to Twin Galaxies, you and I, the, the scoreboard. And Steve Wiebe is now number 15. In the world. In the world. And the number one score is unbeatable because it's, it is the highest possible score you can get in a, like, donkey. Like, it's, it's like, oh, okay, you can't beat this. You literally can't beat this. So. Wow. And where's Billy Mitchell on there? Uh, he's been taken off for cheating and lying and being a turd. Well, there you go. Maybe Okay, maybe not the third one. <laughs> like, they weren't like, mm, you're a turd. But like, <laughs> I don't think that's what they said. when they. T- I don't think they really talked to him about it when they took him off. But you had told me there were lots of lawsuits. And He's trying to sue Twin Galaxies. And he dresses to sue everybody. If you make a show and you have someone in an arcade with, with a mullet and they suck, Billy Mitchell thinks you're making fun of him. Which I wonder why. Why do you think Billy Mitchell would think you're making fun of him? If you had a piece of media, because he got mad at Pixels, because in Pixels, uh, what is it? Peter Dinklage? Yes. Okay, Peter Dinklage, a very little man. Okay? Yes. Because he is a dwarf. Yes. Is Billy Mitchell a dwarf? No. Billy Mitchell is actually a pretty tall guy. Yes. But Peter Dinklage is good at arcade machines and has a... Huge mullet. So, oh, that's making fun of me. <laughs> and no. he's the bad guy. <laughs> Well, and he yeah. cheated. He, you know what's funny? He does actually cheat. And it's like, mm, I think that that is totally coincidental. Maybe. That, well, I, I, for, the, for the entire movie, Pixels to be dumping on Billy Mitchell is weird. You know what I mean? Like, right. But when you, th- I didn't even put it together. But now that I'm thinking about it. it probably. It could have been on purpose. I um, would think so. But yeah, I mean, it, so Billy Mitchell just thinks every time that there's a character in an arcade who's snobby and the bad guy and has a mullet. That's him. But see, that's why I want to talk to him. Yeah. I, I feel like you'd be you'd just come away disappointed because I feel like he'd be very close, like very closed of just like, oh, so what do you think of this? Fine. Like he, he just wouldn't give you time of day. Like it just be, it would it would be wa- it would be a waste of your time really? because I feel like he would just shut you out completely because like, you, I... don't, you don't matter to Billy Mitchell. Because Billy Mitchell's going to come in and say, okay, here's the things you have to talk about. You have to talk about my hot sauce. You have to talk about this. You have to talk about that. You have to talk about this. Anything else I don't want to talk about. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. like it just. I still would love to talk to him. I want to talk to Steve Weeby. Okay. Well, we'll talk to him both. Okay. All right. What was so, I would say rent this it. is a rent it. Yeah. And you can get it on Amazon. We watched it on, did we watch it on Amazon Prime? Probably. On the big TV. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. What was your movie? My movie was Hoop Dreams. Wow. Okay. This is a three hour movie. And usually, if you listen to the show, you know I do not like three-hour movies unless they got big action scenes where Robert Downey Jr. goes up and explodes or whatever. Right. Okay? This is a really good movie. Uh, it could have been broken down into a miniseries. Right. Totally could have. But it's so interesting as a movie that it's really, really good. Because it's three hours, we're definitely not going to be able to go over the whole thing. No. We're definitely going to miss some parts. Um, if you could only choose between... Either movie. You only had one choice. You couldn't see both of them. Mm-hmm. See Hoop Dreams. You think so? Yes. And yeah. 
I mean, if you could really only be, what's nice is you don't have to choose because you could both see them. But because we, I watched this on Amazon Prime too. Yeah. But it started out as the original concept was, I love this, and, and you were probably going to mention this. Yeah, it was a 30-minute PBS documentary, and yes. then it exploded. Um, also, a lot of people, when they do documentaries, say, like, oh, they chose to use this or that, and I didn't like that. Like, they don't like how they were portrayed, which, think, and you say, well, it's a documentary, but also think of it this way. If you record me for 10 hours, okay? Yes. In that 10 hours, uh, I'm probably going to say, oh, I love this or I love that, but I'm also going to say, I hate this and I hate that. And if you're only using one hour of that footage, however fits your narrative best is the footage you're going to use. There could have, in scenes that Billy Mitchell's not in, he could have been prancing around throwing $100 bills at people. You know, but it's like, but that's irrelevant. In right. this movie, because uh, I even watched, I watched quite a few what, Where Are They Nows of this movie. Okay. And both of the main kids, or who are adult men now, were like, oh no, they, this was a perfect telling of our story. This did not make us look bad in any light. This did not change anything. They didn't make anything in our in our lives look like how it wasn't. They wanted to tell our stories the way we were telling them, and that's what's important. Did you watch the video? I, I, I did, and what I found interesting is they said 30 years, and he said, but for you guys, it's been 20. So I guess they it took them that much time. I think he said for you guys, it's been 25 because they started because it's high school. Right, but when, yeah, what I'm saying is that from the time that they filmed it to the time yes. that it went out, yeah. And was available. It's really, really a good film. Oh, this this movie rules. Like, I, okay, I am not a sports person. I'm not. I just, I like sports. It's cool. But this, I was hooked. Like the, Right away. The right away I was hooked. This is such an interesting and cool movie. The two main kids are named Arthur Agee and William Gates. And I just want to jump to sure. the, the end, to the present. Uh, in an interview Arthur Agee was giving about it, he was like, this movie inspired me so much, I stopped playing basketball and majored in film. Right. Like he and wanted he's to an be, actor. He's an actor. He's behind the scenes guy. I mean, nothing like crazy, but it's like, this is, being a part of this right. changed it, which is so funny. The, being a part of a documentary about doing what he loved cha changed so much in his life of what he loved that he shifted what he loved to being behind the camera. Because right. even he was saying, like, I still love those guys. Uncle Steve, Uncle Phil, Uncle whatever. Like, he was he was like, those guys were my uncles. They were there for a long, a good chunk of my life. Like, right. all my high school. They were really good people. They were nice. They didn't, you know, they, they just wanted to see us for us. Right. And I tell you what, when I started this, I was worried. I thought one of them was going to die. You kept running down the hall and, like, asking me questions because like, I had watched it before yeah, I'm you. I'm worried one of them's going to get addicted to drugs and go to jail or something because it's like, well, almost, well, not him, but um, it's very, very, very good story. And it's, so, I'm trying to think. It's also a very, like, rainy day school movie, but it's three hours long. Right. But th this is a, this is a, hey, PE class, uh, we're not doing anything today because uh, it's raining and we can't go anywhere. So we're going to watch, for the next two days, we're going to watch, the, or three days, or we're going to watch this movie. It's a, you know, it's very interesting. I could even see watching it for almost like, an, a, like a sociology, you know what I mean? Like for right. Or film class in the documentary, so this would yeah. be the best one to watch. Uh, I, think, I think a film class would show King of Kong. Oh. Uh, maybe this one, because this one definitely got snubbed. King of Kong was like... Yeah, well, this this was the big deal that it didn't get any Oscar for best documentary. It didn't get nominated. This was a huge snub. Yeah, because it's a very, very good. So good. Like, it's insanely good. Um, 
No, I, I personally loved this movie, um, which kind of spoiler. But so what this movie is, it's the story of these two guys, Arthur and William, who this was the only part that kind of confused me a little bit. We're not really shown that they know each other, but then later they know each other. But like their well, friendship isn't really like explained that well. Right. Because it and at one point it takes a big turn. Yeah, it takes a huge turn, which, OK, it's real. There's nothing that these filmmakers did to change anything, but it takes a very cool and interesting turn. Yes. Because this whole movie, I mean, it's hard to frame it this way, but this whole movie, William is a little bit more successful than Arthur. Yes. Just with life. Yes. With William's doing better in school, Arthur's not doing good in school. Arthur's family can't really afford to keep him at the good school because they have life stuff. And they I don't think Arthur got a full scholarship no, he and didn't. his family seemed to think that he did. Yeah, it was his whole thing. And William did get the full scholarship. And they were both kind of from the same area and like at the beginning when they're in high school, it shows them on the bus together or the train or whatever and then really doesn't show them ever together for a while. Right. And come, you know, and and it's their struggles through that. Going to school, really wanting to be basketball. What are you saying? Three. How long did it take them every day yeah, to get to and to, from school? Because they went to the same school for a little bit. Yeah, that, for the f- that freshman year in high that school. That fancy school. St. Joe's. St. Joe's. It was a three-hour commute to a round trip. So an hour and a half just to go to this nice school to play basketball, which is insane. Right. And it, I mean, hey, if you can do it, you can do it. And so it was a little weird for me. That And I kind of brought this up to you. I'm like, this feels kind of gross. And you were like, just wait. And I was like, mm, and you were like, no, 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 not that. It doesn't get that kind of gross. And I was like, okay. Because there's this guy who is a, an unofficial scouter for these high schools. And he goes to these underdeveloped neighborhoods or just urban inner, neighborhoods, inner city neighbor, urban yeah. neighborhoods, whatever. He goes there and he kind of looks for these kids who usually are African-American. And are very good at basketball. And he kind of pitches the idea of going to these schools and like tries to get them into these these good schools and get some scholarships and whatever if they play basketball and whatever. Um, because the schools are predominantly white and yes. not good at basketball. And I'm like, it kind of feels like poaching. Well, like, yes, but I mean, didn't he even at one point kind of towards the end of the movie, he goes, you know, we were going after young kids. And he said, I, I, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. He the, totally had like a change of heart going, this wasn't right. I shouldn't yeah. have been doing this. Yeah, it was super cool that he was like, mm, I don't like this anymore. Like, this yeah, is this gross. Is, this is not Again, okay. And not in a creepy gross. No. Just like a, this feels like a, like a not, like you're trading people. Right. Like in your, it, it's, it's just gross. Um, right. Again, he. No one in this movie is creepy or like nothing bad happens. No, mm, nothing really bad happens. Nothing, nothing explicitly horrible happens to the main characters. Right. Despite family issues. Welcome to families. Yeah. Okay. So the again, this is three hours. I'm definitely going to miss some things. Arthur is kind of struggling a lot of the time, but also a lot of the time he's just a goof in a good way. He's not like a bad – he's just goofing around. He just doesn't care, which is fine. I was that kid in high school. I did not care. But also, like, him and William are kind of on the same level where, like, they're going into their freshman year, and they have, like, fifth and sixth grade reading levels. Like, they're not where they need to be, so they're trying to get help, and they're trying to be helped. And Arthur definitely is putting up a little bit more resistance, which is what I did. Uh and you kind of see how that like is causing him to struggle more, even as a person. Um, 
And then Arthur's family, it's his dad and his mom, and I think there's some siblings. A whole bunch of siblings. There's so many people that live in all of these houses. And and so our uh but Arthur's dad is just it's hard because I want to say, Oh, he sucks. He ugh. He is not given enough character. Like, we don't see him enough. We just see, like, oh, he's with the mom. Oh, he's not with the mom. Oh, he's with the mom. Oh, he's not with the mom. And and you want you want to. You want to root for this guy. But I just... You were saying this. You just don't trust him. Nope. Because, because it feels like every 30 minutes, the dad has done something terrible. Well, and even... Arthur's body language. You can Ooh, just Arthur does not like to be around his you dad. You can just see. I mean, like his body twitches like to get away from him or his eyes kind of you yeah. know, anything. Uh, his he says. Dad, and it is touched on briefly. His dad is abusive. To his mom specifically, it's never mentioned that he's hit Arthur. Right. But his dad is abusive. And he had some drug issues. He had yeah. to go to jail. Yeah, multiple times, I think. Yeah. Um and so we just kind of see and so also Arthur's a teenage boy going through that. Right. There's a lot on his mind because he doesn't know how to comprehend that. We, No one would know how to comprehend that at 14 or 15. So what does he do? He just is a goofball. He just makes jokes. He just doesn't care because he feels like the world doesn't care. Right. So he doesn't care. And he's trying to be good at basketball and he's like his team isn't good, but he's good. But his yeah, team isn't good. After freshman year, he goes to public high school. Yeah. And he seems happier, to be honest. Right. Uh, cut to William, who is the other guy. Yes. Who he's going to St. Joe's. He's crushing it. His family's doing a little bit better, I think. Yeah, there's a mom and a brother. Yes, there's no dad. Right. The both of these guys do not have really. I mean, Arthur's dad is in the picture. I'm doing finger quotes there, but he yeah. he leaves the picture every so often. Whereas William's dad, we don't really know about him until he's older. I was gonna say we well, see him once. That he's a once. mechanic or something. Yeah, and he's kind of being weird. Yeah, the, like even William was like, I didn't like that. Like it, it felt weird. Like it felt like his dad was a trying to be strained. Yeah, but his dad was trying to like mug for the cameras and stuff. Like he he kind of was like, mm, we don't need to talk to him again, because it really felt like he felt like his dad was just trying to be like, I'm in the movie. I'm in the movie. Oh yeah, and he was kind of like, did. Mm, I don't not like that. Right. Uh, and then um. So then William is, you know, being poached for colleges and whatever, and he goes to these camps. Again, I, I do apologize if we kind of speed through this. There's just, there's, there's so, there's so much, and it's so interesting. You need and it's to see so this. meaty. Right. But it's just like, I'm going to miss stuff. Um, what were you going to say? I, what I was going to say is the whole big thing, too, about St. Joe's is and how this movie starts. Oh, duh. Yes. That's okay. Is. An athlete that went through the same program as a freshman, St. Joe's, made it all the way to the NBA was Isaiah Thomas. And they want to be Isaiah Thomas. They both want to be Isaiah Thomas Which so is much. super interesting to me because I could totally be wrong and this could totally make me sound bad. Don't they show a clip of Michael Jordan right out the gate? No, that's Isaiah Thomas. Oh, I could have. Was he on the Bulls? I could have sworn I would just saw a red Bulls jersey and just oh, assumed maybe, it was. Maybe they did. Because they're also from Chicago. So that's which probably. Is kind of, but also, and this is the. Maybe Jordan wasn't super big yet, or maybe this is at the start of the Jordan era, because it, it's when does this movie come out? Ninety five, ninety. So it's, it's yeah. Yeah, Jordan was there. Yeah, no, it's just because no, Jordan was such more. a Chicago like, right? Like we, you and I were talking about this off mic. Is that basketball it, right now is not where it used to be? Right. It's not. Everyone and because you were like, well, people know Steph Curry, and I go, but well, people know Steph Curry because we're local. 
Right. We know Steph Curry because he plays for our local team. Right. And we know, Le- I would say LeBron, again, I'm not a sports person, so this is going to be the most l- unsports. LeBron is probably the biggest name right now in basketball that we know. Right. And he's not from here. He's Cleveland, and then he played in Florida, I think, and now he plays in L.A. Like, it's, right. it's that's nothing to us, but we know him. We right. know he exists. Michael Jordan, everyone knew Michael Jordan existed. Right. Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. Right. And? What? Kobe Bryant. Oh, duh. Yeah, Kobe, I mean, duh, Kobe Bryant. Like, yes, Kobe Bryant, Shaq. Everybody right. knows who Shaq is. Right. But I honestly think people at this point know who Shaq is because of his after you know what stuff. I mean? Just, right, right. just all the extra weird stuff he does. Like Shaq used to play basketball, but then he was also all these other things. Right. And I mean, even when I was growing up, Magic Johnson. Yeah. Wilt Chamberlain was a little before my time, but I knew who he was. I. Carl Malone. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I am not a post. sports person. I've said that a hundred times. Um, but I love to get sports video games. Because I love and I love to like make these all star teams that never could have happened. Uh huh. Like I love to put like Michael Jordan in his prime alongside Steph Curry, along or like you can even in some of the NBA games you could do three on threes. Okay. And, like a little street thing and you could pick whoever you want from all of time, you know, because they have the essentially the rights to everyone who's ever played in the NBA. So I have like Kobe and Shaq in their prime along with Steph Curry versus LeBron Jordan and in his prime and uh what's his name the the weird haired guy who played with uh Michael Jordan Dennis Rodman Oh I was like uh, yeah but it's like you can you can do whoever and I love but so I also loved yeah I just I love we're out to Charles Barkley too Oh Charles Barkley yeah Yeah so. uh no I love sports like in in like a in like a historical way right i love to look at sports like i'm not a sports fan by any means i don't keep up with it but i enjoy watching it you know what i mean and i enjoy the history of it right i love seeing who the who people think the best of all time was right because i think a lot for a lot of people like oh well statistically this isn't this it's like you just have to look at people who know nothing about sports (laughs) because they're going to tell you who the best of all time was because they know nothing about sports right like if you if you went up to anyone we're like who's the best hockey player of all time uh, Wayne Gretzky because it's the only one they know that's why right exactly like there's a real who's the best boxer of all time you might get two two answers Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson those are the first two I was thinking of yeah, too because those are the ones people know they're the faces of their sport and these kids wanted to be the faces of their sport of course and I and this sounds really bad I loved that they didn't want it anymore yeah that there was more to their life than that yes I love that these kids didn't make it because they They didn't didn't want want to. to. Right. They were just over it. Right. They just were like, you know what? It's really like William literally gave up on basketball. Right. And he was like, yeah. And not in like a, oh, I can't do it. He just was like, like, I'm giving up. He's just like, I'm kind of over it. Well, and he had a couple of knee surgeries. and And he became, it even says in the post credits, he became disillusioned with it. Right. He was over it. And then they kind of convinced him and he even tried to drop out of school. Right. And they were like, no, no, no. Stay in school. And he's like, okay. And he played his senior year because he was almost done. Just just finish it out, man. Just finish it out. Okay. And then he didn't play anymore. Right. It was like, whatever. I wonder what his degree, because he did finish in uh, business. Okay. It was something like that. It was, okay. I tell you what, him and Arthur went on to like be relatively successful in their fields that they wanted to be successful in. Right. Because just because you want to do something in high school doesn't mean you're going to do it as an adult. But also, if you have that drive, 
apply it to whatever you want to do. You can change. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do one thing and then putting that drive to something else. You can change at any time. Exactly. You don't have to be young. Um, so I'm, I'm, we are jumping around. But William ends up accepting an offer to Marquette. Yeah. And then. Which I liked because, which I would have accepted the second that the guy said this. He was like, uh, the guy, the recruiter was like, yeah, you know, you come to Marquette, uh, we'll pay for the whole thing. You stop playing basketball, you're still getting paid for. And I would have been like, mm, where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they did. And the older brother, William's Oof, older brother. His, that was rough. Was also a big basketball star. But he. I don't think he went to Marquette. He went somewhere else. But he always had a temper, and he always thought that everybody else was right. Everybody else was wrong, and he was always right. So he ended up leaving school and trying to live through William. Yeah. And at the beginning he, at the beginning of the movie, he literally goes, I'm trying to live through William. And then, like, two hours into the movie, William's like, I think my brother's trying to live through me, and I don't want that. Exactly. Yeah, even the dad was, even, um, not William's dad, but Arthur's dad was like, we're going to do this. And I was like, you, not we. You're not really doing anything. Yeah. That's right. So, um, I'm sorry. I just, this movie is so great, and I just keep interrupting you rules. and wanting to talk about it. No, somewhere. I don't care. So, what else are you going to say? No, I just, I, I think that this is a very, very good Good film, and it's really interesting to watch something you're unfamiliar, like just like with King of Kong, for you with King Kong, for me, I don't know who these guys were, I didn't know anything about this movie, and at first I was like, I don't really want to watch a sports documentary, like I'm not super into that, right. like, it doesn't sound fun, uh, but then it was like, oh no, this isn't what you think it's going to be. I basically watched an hour, almost two hours of it in one shot, and I never do that. Yeah, I watched the whole thing in one sitting, and it was like a lot. But It was good. And then um, we also wanted to say that what I thought was really cool, that they showed his perseverance. William had to take the ACT, the ACT four times. Yeah. Because you had to get a 218, and he, the first time he took it, he got a 214. Yeah. And he took it, and he took it, and he took it, and then finally, the fourth time, he got enough to score 218, because that's what um, Marquette needed him to get. And it was like, it was like, I mean, no pun intended, but it was right at the buzzer. It literally like, no, was. Yeah, it was a buzzer shot. This was your one. This is your last chance, and he did it. And and I know that we talked about the beginning of the movie that you know William succeeding and Arthur's not, but there's about a turn about halfway through where Arthur starts really succeeding and William starts kind of dropping off. Right. And I think that was kind of a really interesting way to show that is that they kind of switch. Yeah. Is it even will is it William goes to Arthur's game or something and, and Arthur's just crushing. Yeah. And, and and then Arthur gets into this like uh what is the junior college? Yeah, it yeah. was not where he lived, yeah. which was good. I think I want to say Missouri. Or, yeah, it was Missouri. Um, and they had a house where the basketball players all lived. Yeah. And he went there mm -hmm. for a couple of years, and then went off to Alabama State. Yeah. Right. Something Alabama like that. Something probably. Yeah. Which it was. Yeah. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I'm. This sounds really bad. I'm glad this movie didn't end with death. Because <laughs> I was way too involved with these kids. You just kept coming over to me. I'm Who's like, I, somebody going to die? And I'm I like, was no. so worried that one of these kids was going to die because they were so hopeful. And so you just wanted them to succeed because they were kids. Right. They were kids that wanted to do something. So, of course, you want them to succeed. Right. And guess what? It's fine that they didn't in their what in what they originally. You succeeded at what you thought you were going to be amazing at in when you were 14. 
There's no way. No right. one's ever done that. I mean, maybe like two people have done it. You you don't do that. Right. Like you you grow up or you figure it out or maybe you just move on. You become disillusioned right. and there's nothing wrong with that. And I also thought it was really cool too because Arthur didn't graduate on time. He had to go to summer school. But he still did it. But he still did it. Yeah, he still powered through. When his friends kind of went off to the wayside, uh, his, friend, his friend, was it Shannon? Yeah. Which I do like that name for a guy. But... um. Shannon was interested in other things, and I don't think he ever finished high school. No, Shannon just disappeared. Yes. So, all right. Anything uh, else about this amazing film? I give it a buy it. Really? Yeah. Would you watch it again, though? Um, No, but I would buy it and tell other people to watch it. Oh, and give it to them. Like, like, here, you need to, like, especially with sports and people who are even vaguely interested in sports. And now since it's been, what, 30 years since this movie came out almost, like 25 years or whatever. This movie's like I think I think that because even I was telling Whitney, my girlfriend, I was telling her little brother about it, and he was like, "Well, who are the guys? Do they make the NBA? Who are they?" I go, "You just gotta watch. You just gotta watch because he plays basketball." Oh yeah, see? and I'm like, "You just gotta watch. It's well, just an interesting story. It's a good story. That you, it would just it's enjoyable. It's interesting. It's good." Well, even I was watching it, and your dad came into our bedroom where I was watching, it, and he's like, "What game are you watching?" I'm like, "Oh, this is a documentary." He's like, "Oh." you know like totally not interested but then i looked over because he was laying next to me in bed and he was totally watching it yeah it's super good because you've got a lot of game footage and you meet the coaches and it's you get super vested in these families and and these kids and i just this movie is incredible i believe if also it's on stars and it's the criterion collection which is a good thing the criterion collection is a big collection of all the best the quote-unquote best movies of all time well, it definitely, it should have gotten a nomination. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it's incredible. I, I loved every second of it. Um, I got a, like, y- you feel, f- you feel consistently through this movie. Yes. Whether it's fear or anger or you just want, you're never angry at the kids. No. As a, as a viewer. You, no. You're like, come on, you could do it. That's right. Yeah. You're, you're mo- afraid for them. Right. And you're like, oh. Because isn't it right at the very end, too? Arthur is like, yeah, so I got held up at gunpoint. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yes. And, and it's this like, happened in his neighborhood. And that's what he said. This happens in my neighborhood all the time, and I want to get out of here. And he's like, and I don't have He goes, I didn't have anything. I'm fine. Like, Because right. it's, it's kind of it's a very interesting break in the movie because the producers are not talking to him. And, again, they're never talking to him like a subject. Right. But you know what I mean. The producers aren't talking to him like a subject. Right. Hey, are you, are you okay? Like almost like the cameras aren't rolling, right? Like like, are you good, Arthur? Like, what's up? Like, do you need to talk? Like, what's going on? Like, like, it's it's kind of like it's very a very harsh change in how. Again, they're never mean. They're never pushing anything. No, they're just talking. But but in this, it's almost like a hey, whoa, whoa, we care about you, dude. Like, are you good? Like like, we want you to. We want to. We don't. This is irrelevant right now. Are you okay? Because it almost feels. Like, he said that in the middle of something completely unrelated. Right. Like, it totally threw them off guard. Like, he was talking about something else. Like, oh, yeah. And, I was, and they're like, hold on. What? <laughs> like, Right. Um, but, yeah. It, oh, it was, it was, yeah, so buy it. Because it's, this is this is a movie to have in your collection. This is like, oh, you've never seen Hoop Dreams? Like, take it home. Watch it. We're not going to watch it tonight. It's three hours. But you got to watch this documentary. Two this hours and 51 minutes. Yeah, it's very good. So, excellent. Well, this, thank you again to Easy Sailor for recommending yeah, these to rule, us. Yeah, it's a rule, dude. You, please feel free to pick us movies anytime. Or if anybody else is listening, send us an email. Oh, should I do our stuff? Yeah, do our spiel. Wait, what are you buying, watching, selling, reading? Isn't that first? No. Okay. We do this, then we do that. Yeah, okay. 
Um, so we have a Discord. It's in the notes. I always say notes, but that's not It's right. in the description. Um, but yeah, this is where this came from is our Discord. So if you have a suggestion of a theme that you think, hey, do this. And if you got movies for that theme, throw them in there. Yeah, and I think he even said Ruben should watch this and Don should watch this. I don't know if we did, but I was like, mm, nobody wants to hear me talk about video games for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> did I talk about video games for 30 minutes? No, but I mean, that's kind of the breakdown of the show. Right. Um, and let me see. And so we have a Twitter. Yes. And we... We have a Twitter. KTMA show <laughs> at Gmail. Uh, no, KTMA. Sorry, I'm trying to g- look up stuff for this theme for next week. Okay. Uh, KTMA show. That's the Twitter. KTMA show. Okay. We have a Facebook page. Get tested mother approved on Facebook. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. I realized <laughs> just, that just to, to give you selections, I there's no dates in this thing I'm looking at, so I don't know when, like, okay, how to do it. Okay, but it's okay. Do we have any emails? Check that while I'll we're talking. Check, I'll check. And our email is? show at gmail.com. Sure. And um, if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, we it is at? Patreon, patreon.com slash show. And and if you'd like some great merchandise, Public, T-E-E Public, we have great stuff on there you can buy that says K- Kid Tested Mother Approved Show. Yes. I don't see anything on here, so we're good. Okay. So that's kind of what we have going on. All right. Now what do you buy selling? I don't think we've ever said selling because that's weird. You always say that, but I don't say that. No. What are you watching? I forgot. You go first. Okay. So I have been watching because I'm working, but on weekends and stuff, I'm crocheting and doing all the th- stuff I love to do. I am going back and watching all of the old episodes on um, Amazon Prime of Survivor <laughs> because, no, y- have you ever watched it? Yeah. Because I love it. And it's so. They're so far back. Like I'm on episode, I mean, season like 20 or something. And it was from 15 years. I don't remember. I, Robert's been watching him and he's like, oh yeah, I love this. I'm like, I don't even know who won. Yeah. So I love that. I also, because the other night I said to you, I want to watch something good. And I was whining and you came in and you were like trying to help me and I couldn't find anything. And then I accidentally found on Netflix, because yeah. I had it free now. I don't have it anymore. We have Netflix. I don't know why you keep saying that. Just lock into my account. I have a, I literally have a I profile like for you. I like it in my room. You can do it on there. You can do it in there. Oh, well, you have can a profile. set it up. Yeah, I have a profile for you on my Netflix. You, you can set it up for me. Um, anyway, because I like it in my room. But Sweet Magnolias. Yes. It's, it's, it was a show. Yes. Starring great people that I've seen many times before. Yeah. Don't remember any of their names. Joanna Garcia something is her last name. She's the main character. Um, there was another lady that I recognized, but I and she was in a Lifetime series, but I can't remember the series, but it was really yeah. good. So it's 10 episodes. It's basically a soap opera drama kind of thing about three sweet magnolias, three friends. Okay. And what they're going to do in their lives. And well, they're grown up. So they have some have kids, some don't have kids. Some, they all have had relationships, and then one Mm -hmm. of them, her husband leaves her, and she's got kids. It's drama, but it's really good. Yeah. The, I didn't want to watch it at first because I'm so silly. I was thinking that they were made a series about the movie Steel Magnolias. You are a doofus. And that movie is the first movie that I really, well, no, there's others, but this movie, Steel Magnolias, I was in a theater with ugly cry like yes <laughs> so i was like i'm not watching that i'm not too and then i realized i'm like wait a minute that's not it no so it's a great series i watched it all in t- two days Blah. 10 episodes two days so good 
loved it. Now I have nothing more to watch. Actually, you know what I'm watching now? You what? know, because you were you walked in when I was doing it. The Winnie the Pooh collection from Disney Plus. Well, yeah. I love Winnie the Pooh. You know that. Yeah. So I'm watching the cartoon series the from New the New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. The yeah. New Adventures, 1988, four years. Yeah. Because uh, you know what's crazy is what's not on Disney Plus. Okay. Do you remember that did that Winnie the Pooh show that was like, it was like costumes. From when you guys were younger, yeah. Yeah, that's not on there. That's not on there, but it might come the, back. The Dumbo show isn't on there either. The Dumbo had one like that too, um, where there were costumes. Right. Uh, Bear in the Big Blue House isn't on there, is yeah, it? Yeah, don't remind me. Oh, it'll come. It'll come. They'll, I don't they'll, know. They'll I bet it's a licensing thing. It, well, it just seems so Disney weird. Disney owns it. Yeah, but but it, Disney owns Muppet Babies too, but it's like a music, maybe there's clips or something that they use. Not with know. Bear in the Big Blue House. Maybe somebody owns the rights to all the music. Could be, but yeah, I love like, it. So like yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of what I've been watching um and just checking out. Well, we got new Wi-Fi, so now I'm like, "Ooh, let me check out this service." Ooh. Yeah, we have fiber now. Yeah, so it's like, ooh, I'm getting this on my TV because, oh, I also got a f Amazon Fire Stick for Mother's Day. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, my TV wants, my Fire Stick wants to give me 30 days free? Okay. So I've been watching, I haven't even turned on my DirecTV in like a week and a half. That's fair. Because there's nothing on. Yeah. Literally nothing. Okay, what are you doing? Um, I, my friend told me to watch this and so I started watching it. It's from 2018. It's a documentary series, of course. Uh, called Inside Jokes. Yes. And it's about seven comedians vying for uh, spots at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, which is a huge festival in uh, Canada. It's a very big is it festival. Montreal? I think so. Uh, that or Toronto. I don't remember. Somewhere in Canada. Uh, somewhere in Canada. And it's a very big festival. And it's these seven comics who are just trying to make it. Uh, and I was, me and my friend were talking about it. He's like, did you finish it yet? I was like, no, man, no, but I'm worried. He goes... Just watch it. Just watch it. I go. No, I'm like worried about them as people. Like, <laughs> like I, I I know who a few of them are. I've not heard of the others, and I'm worried about that. And he was like, No, it's like just. You're like me when I was younger. I was always looking for the scary part, and that's what you're always thinking I'm that just there's worried a bad something terrible is gonna happen to these people. But so like so, it's about these seven comics, and some are from L.A., some are from New York. The big the big description i gave it to my friend is is he was like yeah that's accurate i go if i have not done comedy this would make me want to do comedy as right. a comic this makes me want to quit <laughs> like, Aww, no but like but in like a good where it's just like you just see these people trying and it's like yep been there yep been there yep. right and like a lot of the shows and it's an interesting choice a lot of the shows that it shows these people doing uh are normal shows that i would do where no one is there Right. Or no one is laughing. It's just like it's in like a back of a restaurant and people don't care or it's at a bar and there's other talking and you're just like, this sucks. Yes. Okay. So people should watch it. It's, yeah. It's, it's not for kids. It's, it's rated R or MA or whatever, but it's good. It's very good. Excellent. Yeah. I started watching part of it and it was interesting. You're just like, yep, that's how it is. Yeah. You were like looking at me and I was just like moping over mac and cheese. I know. And I was like, you were like are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, I'm like, it's okay, honey, and you're like, mm. <laughs> so, is it? Yeah, you're like, it's not. So, um, all right, are we ready for our theme? Yes. So our theme for next week, what? I was gonna say it. Okay. No, you forget it. No, no, you say because no, you say because I need to figure out the dates and stuff. Okay. So our theme is never been nominated. Mm -hmm. Right? Is that our theme? Yeah, it kind of inspired by Hoop Dreams, where it's like right. just the snubs. Right. Never been nominated. So. 
we are going for films and I have to tell you harder than I thought it was going to be because I thought of two or three films that I wanted you to see and then I had to look them up and they were both they were nominated for like best song or some weird things I was like no that doesn't work Mm -hmm. so since you're doing that should I go ahead and um are you ready for me or are you still you, looking? You go, you go. You say yours. Okay, and, then and if you can't find the year, Ruben, just go like movie one, movie two. I, I got the year, I got the year. Okay, so my my years are, um, oh no, I wrote it down. <laughs> no, 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 I wrote it down and then I put abbreviations in case you saw it, then you wouldn't be able to see what and it is. And you forgot what the abbreviations I are? did, but I got it. So two, I did kind of, there are so many. Like there were so many like from okay. the 40s and I was yeah. like, oh, I wanted to do that, but no, maybe we can't find it. So I just went... So 2009 or 2018? 2009 or 2018? Mm-hmm. 2009. Okay, so you want to know what you didn't pick? Yes. Which you've already seen the 2018 movie. Okay, good. 2018, I picked 8th Grade for you. 8th Grade is so good. And it wasn't nominated It was for completely anything. snubbed. Right, so I haven't seen it. So I know when you saw uh, it, you came no, back and I you were like, I changed my yeah. mind. No, because 2009... Okay, I did ask you. It, it's one of my favorite scenarios. Okay. Love my mobster movies. Okay. I just do. 2009, starring Johnny Depp. What? Mm, he's so cute. Uh-oh. No, I don't think so. Not anymore. We'll, we'll see. It's a pretty compliment. It doesn't matter. He's so cute. Public Enemy. It was fine. I, I loved it. I remember thinking it was fine. I loved it. Was it on like a This Got Snubbed list? Or are you just like, this deserved Oscars? Well, I I looked it up. Did it get nominated for an Oscar? No. Well, I liked it. It should have been. Oh, my gosh. So the, <laughs> it's a good film. Oh, Mom. It should have got like stage costuming. Yeah, sure. Fair. Or, or set design because I love, I still remember, the wallpaper. Yeah. I love the wallpaper. Then he gets, then he gets shot in the head. I don't know, but I don't remember that part. But the wallpaper, and I think it was the 40s, the 1940s or something. Yeah, which, again, he's John Dillinger. Yes, I love that era. Yeah, you do love that era. I, I do so much. So All right. you're watching Public Enemy. Great. 2009, starring Cutie Pie Johnny Depp. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> you had three choices. Okay. Do you uh, have dates, or did you yeah, not? Yeah, no, I got dates. Okay. Uh, 1993. Okay. Uh, let's see this one. 1980. Okay. Or 1931. 1980. 1980. Do you want to know what you're not watching? Uh, yeah. What is 1931? 1931 is the original Universal Frankenstein. Oh. So we're not watching Frankenstein, which I thought would have been a very interesting turn for the show. Definitely. I saw it too, and I thought, ooh, is that going to be hard for us to find? No. No, no, no. All that stuff's super easily available because Universal's like, please watch these movie, movie, monster, movie, monster, movie, because they're the Universal monsters. Okay. They're Universal's oh, big pusher. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool. Uh, do you know King Kong also wasn't on it? That's the biggest shocker of my life. That's such King a- Kong was not nominated for, I mean, at the time, probably visual effects didn't exist, but like- that that's the pioneer of visual effects absolutely uh also another quick side tangent is alfred hitchcock received no best director nominations his entire life and i like that's insane love his stuff okay okay you're also not watching 1993 you are not watching groundhog day starring bill murray (laughs) you don't like groundhog day i'm not a big bill murray fan you don't like anybody good i'm like mom what do you think about adam sandler you're like "Mm, i don't like him (gasps) mom what do you think about bill murray him? No, I no, because you know why? Because okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, 
Wasn't Bill Murray in St. Vincent? Yeah. Okay. But it's not bad. No, it was just that I went and saw by myself. Yeah. And it was very sad, and I was crying. But he's very good in that he's movie. He's so good in he's that He's a very good actor. He's a great actor. Okay, so I was just kidding, because I've seen Groundhog Day, and I was like, whatever. Okay, so now remember, you picked this. 1980. 1980. Hit me. It's perfect for what's going on right now, by the way. What? I don't know. What movie is it? Well, because, you know, we're all isolated, and you can't go out, and you got to stay inside. So you were watching Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Oh, <laughs> where's my pass? I want to use my pass. Ding, 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 ding. No, no pass. Ding. D- I have never used my pass. Yes, you, I'm sure you have. Nope. Oh, crap. <laughs> you could have watched Groundhog Day. I should have I want to watch Groundhog Day. You could have watched a movie with a fat little groundhog. Instead, you're watching The Shining. That's the theme. Where are you going? Okay. I'm leaving. No, it's fine. That's the theme, <sighs> by the way. I'm leaving? No. Oh. It's a really good theme. Okay. That's The Shining and it's Stephen King. Yeah. Okay. We're going to run out of Stephen King movies. Oh, no. Because we've talked about where they've come up, but then we've never. What have we? Okay. Because, like, I've put Christine a couple of times. Yeah, Christine is not. Firestarter. Yeah. I mean, eventually. We eventually, well, and there's some that are too yucky for the show, but well, there's the one like Gerald's Game, which is like, ooh. and Pet Cemetery, yeah, maybe Pet Cemetery could come up in a certain theme, like we did. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? We did a whole month of remakes. Oh yeah, the ooh. new one. We could do scary remakes. No, that would be fun. You do it. I'll buy your stuff. I don't like Get scary tested. movies. I watched two scary movies, and I've made two peepees. I was going to say, I'm not a scary movie fan, so this is not something I can watch at night. I have to watch it Uh, in the daytime. No. I've seen parts of it. It scared me too much. Yeah, it's just weird. Because when I watched it as a high schooler, I was like, this is boring. Uh, And and as as a high schooler, okay, this is like I'm committing a huge film sin. As a high schooler, I tried to watch a bunch of Kubrick movies, and I was like, this is kind of dumb. And kind of boring and makes no sense and I don't get it and I feel like I wasted my time. Because I watched The Shining, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. That one's weird. And what's the other big one he has? Clockwork. Clockwork Orange? Yeah. Ooh, no. I was going to say, please never, ever make me watch that one. Yeah. No, I would never make you watch that one. It's almost like if you gave me a movie, like, I'm just thinking of something super inappropriate that would be on the show. Like, if we did, like, a Mother's Day episode, and you made me watch, like, a movie where, like, the mom tried to kiss the son or something. I'm sorry. Like, I would never do that. Um, Just kidding. You're watching Clockwork Orange. (laughs) No. No, that movie's... But it's the thing. Stanley Kubrick makes very intense movies. Right. But like I don't get them. <laughs> like I, okay. I just didn't get it. Like, All right. I'll but have it, to I, try The it. Shining is very good. It's very iconic. Um, it's weird that it's it's very slow. Like, cause if you like, it's not. I don't know. It's weird to me that people classify it as a horror movie. Okay, because I'm like creepy. Yeah, it's like uh, there's. Yeah. And then then didn't they make a second one? Sort of. The Sleep is, Doctor. Doctor Sleep is a adaptation of the book that while uses images from the like uses imagery from the film it is more 
a sequel to the book than it is directly the movie because Jack Torrance is in it as a flashback, but it's not Jack Nicholson. Got it. Like, it's a guy who kind of looks like Jack Nicholson, but I, I do need to see Dr. Sleep because apparently it's very good. Some people were like, nah. And who is the guy that's in it? Ewan McGregor. Love him. Yeah, he's great. Playing grown-up Danny Torrance? Yeah, that rules. Playing Christopher Robin. No, yeah, Christopher Robin. Oh, Christopher Robin, your dad's coming. <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea, Christopher Robin. That's Play funny. with us, Christopher Robin. That's funny. Uh, There is a couple gross things in this movie. That's okay. Uh, Don't tell me. Yeah. Don't tell me. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Um, That's okay. I'll be careful. Yeah. Or maybe we could do like you did with that one movie we watched where you told me when to close my eyes. Uh, I I would have to watch this before you did to remember, to remind myself. Okay. Never mind. I'll just do it by myself. Um, Like that. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's The Shining. Okay, so you are going to watch Public Enemy, which is a great film. Yes. And I have to watch The Shining. Which is also very good. <laughs> You've also seen clips of it, though. <laughs> Remember in Ready Player One? <laughs> they go, they go to The Shining. Yes. You're now going to, that's going to make a lot more sense to you now. Right. I think that at some point I've seen The Shining. I want to yes. say. The two little twin girls? Yes. I want to say that, like, in college or something, we, we used to sneak into the rec room and then put a sheet on the door, and then we would watch those kind of movies. Yeah. And I could only last for a little bit, and then I have to leave because it's too scary for me. Yeah, this movie's... That's the thing. Is there's one part that really scares me in this movie, um, and we'll talk about it off mic. Uh, yeah. But other than that, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm watching Public Enemies. You're watching The Shining. Uh, I think it's Public Enemy, isn't Public it? Public Enemy, probably. Or Enemies, I don't know. Johnny Depp. What was that movie with Shia LaBeouf and Tom uh, Tom Hardy where the, it was kind of a similar movie to this? That was The Brothers. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't we'll know look what it it's called either. Yeah. Okay, bye everyone. Bye.